0: And gentlemen triple m has rocked sydney since way back when oh, and while some shows come and go one show remains absolutely brilliant the triple m dead set legends the greatest sports legends would you put your hands together the soundtracks your saturday mornings wow. Oh. Wow. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Stan Genain, and racing royalty Richard Friedman join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Is awesome. oh. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Seatbelts on! Welcome, so welcome back, the Triple M Dead Set yeah. Legends.
1: Yes, indeed. Happy Easter, everybody! And history has been made on this Saturday, April. What's today, Rich April 16? Yes. It's the first dead set legend since we've returned in mid-Feb. It's been sunny on a Saturday. It's
2: the first one. Yeah, that is true. I hadn't noticed that. The sun is shining. Thank God. I just couldn't live through another three months of that. Is that is that going to happen ever again? I think... Hopefully not in my life. I think life we've time. got some more
1: coming. Maybe not to the extent that we yeah. have. By the way, no Candace today. Uh, Candace has made the decision to... Spend two weeks in isolation in an Indian hotel. I said, what are you doing, Cand?" I said, what's the point? She said, yeah, but it saves me from talking to Rich. So I, I oh, thought that was that's nasty, nasty from that, Candid. <laughs> there's no way she said that.
2: <laughs> Look, but that's yeah. something you conjured. <laughs> you could <know>, <laughs> <can laughs> ask her if she will catch up with her in an hour. That only means she'll be locked in with Dave for two weeks. Yeah, so that is an odd worse. choice.
1: It is an odd choice. Yeah. Because I think she's only going over for the school holidays. But they're in isolation the whole time. So
2: he's obviously playing IPL. It must be one hell of a hotel. you got the kids there. It'll have a beautiful pool. It'll, you watch. She was complaining it was hot. Really? Yeah. Anyway. Hot in India? Catch up. Are we surprised? Catch up with her a little bit later.
1: Greg Rust is going to join us. What a big week it was at the F1s. Uh, there's so much sport going around. Very sad day with Jack Newton passing away. I know you'll have some things to say about that yeah. uh, a little bit later on. Swanee's had a big win. Big, geez, that was all over very quickly. Our boy Cam Smith, he was close, not close enough. But we're talking plenty of football after this. Now, some big news Nathan Cleary has been charged. We'll tell you what he faces on the other side of this. James Graham joins us as well. Triple M, this is the
0: Dead Set Legends on Easter Saturday. Make sure you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. There it is, that's Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Brian. Richard
2: Friedman and Candace Warner.
1: Triple M, Dead Set Legends. You ever seen Springsteen Rich?
2: Yes. I watched him from the roof of the vet surgery over the back <laughs> of the showgrounds when he came out and wow. I think the opening act to him was... A bloke I'd never heard of, uh, Canadian bloke. Brian Adams? Brian Adams. Wow. And he nearly outperformed, you know, when Bruce. When was this? When uh, was this? Back in the 80s or 90s, 80s, I think. Wow. The 80s. I saw Bruce about five, only five,
1: six years ago at um, uh, the, the one at Homebush, the Acer Arena or whatever, Kudos Bank. He went for three and a half hours. You know, He's an amazing act. There's, there's none better. James Graham, good morning. Have you seen Bruce? I mean, this is the, we're getting to the big issues on this Easter Saturday. Good morning to you. Morning, mate. How are we doing? Very good. Good. Um, I, got, I feel sorry for James Graham, Rich, because every Good Friday, they bring up the great moments of Good Friday, and here's James Graham going off his nut with his pointed finger. you <laughs> should do it. When you do your next deal with Fox, do a deal, say, all right, I'm signing, but no more... No more than yeah, 15, that's it Yeah,
3: that, it needs to be dead and buried doesn't it? I did feel a bit like a lost dog Yesterday <laughs> on Good Friday, obviously uh, When I was playing in England It was the big derby between St. Helens and Wigan So I was always up for that, and then come here And then we get the, the South and Bulldogs Classic, so Good Friday it, Maybe it's just something in my DNA I found myself like wanting to just sort of go off a bit Yesterday uh, Yeah, not used to uh, so Still settling into Good Friday being about uh, Family and not getting uh, plenty of action on the field it's a bit strange.
1: Well we had a couple of games yesterday as usual uh, in the traditional game in the end South did it pretty comfortably uh, over the Bulldogs um, they were in there for a while the dogs weren't they James they're, 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 were they're, they? They're, yeah, but they're, they're having a go Rich yeah. which is probably concerning is they're having a go and they're still not getting close in the end Jimmy South pretty comfortable
3: yeah they, they were you know it, it's pretty obvious to say that the Simbin killed the, the, any chance that, that Canterbury had um, they conceded three tries and Canterbury just aren't a team at the moment that um, can play with 12 men for a sustained period um, so, so that really hurt them obviously the dogs they're, they're, they're always in the fight their effort has never been lacking it's just that, and they've bought quality it's just about getting those combinations um you know, really clicking and firing with each other, I, but but I think we're we seeing improvement. I like Flanagan in the seven in his combination with Bert, and that'll take a little bit of time. But while the effort, you've got to mate. They made over a hundred more tackles themselves, and I think you know Vaughan didn't play super long minutes. He had forty tackles. Luke Thompson with fifty five, and Josh Jackson with fifty four. Like that's a huge effort mm. from your from your middle three forwards. Like wow, I, 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 you know, and plenty of runs with the ball as well. I'd, I'd, hate, I'd, hate, to, or I'd hate to be feeling how they are this uh, this Easter Saturday. I, it's, uh, I'm glad those days are behind me. But, yeah, top effort from those three lads in particular.
2: Damien Cook, he's a handful, isn't he? You give him the, a sniff with a bit of room and he's going to carve you up. Oh,
3: absolutely. He, he's blessed with pure speed. And every time you, you see him, he's quick to remind you that he was a beach Sprint champion. Um, he's always bringing that one up. He he, he loves that fact about himself. But um, now you know Cook was under a lot of pressure coming into the season. His um you know his Test jersey um has been you know a point of conjecture about whether Harry Grant's going to take that off him. Uh, and Cook's really stood up to the task. You know he's obviously missing a few senior players there with Latrell and obviously Adam Reynolds moving on. Um, but Cook was outstanding yesterday, and like you say when you 're playing against twelve men, that type of dummy half is so advantageous because you give them half a gap and as a defender you're sort of when especially when you 're down to twelve you 're sort of thinking about you're not enough, you 're working hard enough the immediate yeah you 're working hard enough, but you you're sort yeah. of thinking i 'll help my outside players, and cook 's just too smart and too quick, and he 'll just take complete and utter advantage of that
1: so that was the early game, the late game also uh. One-way, one-way traffic, 40 to 12. That's unfair on Brisbane. That was that was a much closer contest. But, hey, that's how good Penrith are. Just, you, you give them an inch, I'll blow you away. Did you see the Nathan Cleary leg twist?
3: Um, no, but I believe he's not been. He's been fined only, which is...
1: That's that's well, the thing. It was an ugly-looking tackle, Rich. Did I don't know if you saw no, this. No, I haven't seen it. It was... It was it was like Alan Langer used to make these tackles,
2: so he'd grab the player
1: and then sort of flip him over himself. But Well, t- yeah, Cleary
2: Alfie had. he t- used to wrap his leg around it, which is how he broke his leg one time. He used to wrap his leg around it and basically trip them over his leg. And that's and, and that yeah. was a legal tackle, right? Yeah. And then the NRL,
1: the, well, the New South Wales rugby league at the time, going, no, nah, there's something not right with this. We've got to outlaw this. Well, Cleary's done this, and you're right, Jimmy, he's, he's been charged, but only $1,000. First offence, Brandon Wakeham for Canterbury. Crusher tackle, $1,000. Kobe Hetherington for Brisbane, $1,000. So no one suspended out of last night's game. Um, but that leg twist tackle, that's pretty ugly.
3: Yeah, uh, well, you know, it, it's obviously one of those things that obviously the match review committee are, are, are trying to get out of the game. Uh, but it, it was interesting to hear um, Coach Walter's comments after it and he he sort of described it as a, a bit of a crumbling throw. And yeah it's 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 uh, yeah it, it's one of those things that you know any time a player of Nathan Cleary's quality is is caught up in any sort of moment it's going to be it's going to be spoken about um, and there's probably a bit of pressure from the rest of the competition not wanting it, him to be out there it would have been pretty dejecting for the rest of, for the other 15 teams or 16 teams it would be next year um, to, to find out that him and his dad have re-signed for as long as they have because yeah, this uh, Penrith juggernaut just continues on, and the talent, the talent that they've got there is—it's yeah, it's, is, almost bottomless. So, you, know, you, isn't you look at—you're you, yeah. good at—you look at a guy like, um, you know, even Scott Sorensen yesterday. He scores that try—that's that's mm. unbelievable. But <laughs> you know, it, it, it's probably not even making the Penrith Pampers highlight like, yeah. reel at the end of the season with the with the amount of quality tries that they'll score and the talent that they've got on display. They're just they're just going so so well and especially at home and you know there's a packed house there and I just you know you, you struggle to see who's going to who's going to be able to go and beat Penrith like you look at their performances this year they, you know the, the Dragons pushed them pretty close they're down to 12 men for 60 minutes but you know they've just got too much in the tank they've just got talent and threats everywhere you go and, you... and Luai is <laughs> I know the, the talk about Nathan Clue, but Luai is mm. Oh my goodness, he he can turn on a dime. His his footwork is incredible, Um they're 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 a joyful team to watch. they're not involved in too many close games. But God, they're good to watch,
1: aren't they? It's like the old days, Canberra. You know they'd flog teams on the you know Friday night football. But you or or the, the the glamorous Broncos, you'd hate the Broncos, but you'd have to watch them because they were so bloody entertaining. And this Penrith side. It's the same thing, 19406 which is the same crowd they get every week there. And uh, I see here Kevin Walters says um, uh, it looked a bit awkward, the tackle, but sometimes it happens. So he, you know what, $1,000 rich is probably fine. Jimmy, have a good Easter, brother.
3: Will do, mate. Take it easy. Lay off on those uh, chocolate eggs oh, on everyone's yeah. desks as well, Dan. I know you uh, go hunting, so... And they're there for a reason Just leave them alone hang on,
1: hang on. If people leave them over on Easter weekend yeah. Rich, That's know. fair game No isn't no it? it's a land rush you leave it here, you take Thank the you. lot. Get off, James. One triple three five three. if you want to have your say about last night's game, the Cleary tackle or anything in rugby league, give us a call. It is the Dead Said
0: Legends on Triple M. Oh. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, it's Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Oh. Yeah, Triple M Dead Said Legends
1: on a Saturday morning. Uh, just Rich and Dan today. We'll catch up with Candace in India. Uh, a little bit later on, uh, we had thirty thousand yesterday at um, a core stadium. Still hard to get used to that name. Nineteen thousand at Penrith. So two pretty big mm. crowds. No streakers.
2: No streakers. What is it with streakers? Have this become popular again? This was popular back in the seventies. Streaking, although they did get all their kit off. I noticed these people didn't. I don't, I don't even you think. You seem disappointed by. Well, that. I am a little. I don't think you can call them streakers if they're fully clothed. Pitch invaders. Pitch invaders. Well, look, the bloke's just a serial pest who ran on with a flare. He created mayhem, stopped the match. What did he achieve? Apparently it was a political thing. Yeah, those people
1: wanted to... Those people. Those people, yeah, those people called... I had never heard of them before. They called up... I don't know how they got my number. Ask they wanted an interview
2: really on this show. Do you imagine I should have let they said have yes your number. and let you loose on them. Let you loose <laughs> on didn't them. Even, I did even. I couldn't even tell you what the political protest was about. It was just lost in the in the moment. The players were all bored with it. It's not very. It's not very innovative,
1: is well, it? Well, so the lady was crash tackled on the Saturday night, yeah. and people were. What's that?
2: Well, you know she was going to take a top off, <sighs> but she didn't. Well good. So then she would have been a streaker. Okay. Uh, that would have been streaking. Well the That's proper streaking. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, people were more concerned about a woman being crash tackled. She obviously said Oh, I don't, I deserved it. I ran on the field I got what I what was
2: coming. I think she's I think she's absolutely right. She actually seems like a, 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 a quite a character. She said she had a, you know, maybe had a few too many drinks with the girls and someone dared her and she thought, Oh, I'm gonna do this and then got Got hammered by the security guard who I think they don't know. This has been said over and over they don't know if she's carrying a weapon. No, that's They don't know what her motives are or what her intentions are. His job is just to go out there and put her on the ground, which is pretty brave yeah, given that you the, don't know what they're carrying. The same mob, the same security group, the next
1: day lets that palooka with the flare run on. And then the one that wasn't captured on camera, but social media, there was a second invader. The, the the bloke runs on from the Northern End, the shark park, and tackles a security guard. He wasn't even
2: aware. No, no. He's, look, uh, the security guard did his job. Now, okay, it was a it was a bit, bit brutal, but, you know, he's in a situation. That's his job. Put that person on the ground. Yeah. You, neutralize that person. And she didn't get hurt. That person, yeah. didn't get hurt. Um, that's a blessing. But, you know, she actually seems like, you know. Oh, Quite yeah. a good fun girl, <laughs> but she shouldn't have done that. Triple M, Dead Set Legends.
0: When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough... Can you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. I just asked Richard, dead said how'd your tip go last
1: week? He goes, second? <laughs> I go, oh, hang on, wasn't it that four-horse race? <laughs> yes.
2: I don't even think they paid a second
1: dividend. <laughs> <it, no? laughs> All right. Well, you can attain in about, uh, what, 10, it 15 minutes. Far. Does that help? <laughs> uh, very sad week, actually, uh, because someone who touched many generations, Jack Newton, passed away, Richard. I know you were particularly fond of Jack.
2: Uh, look, I think everybody... Who met jack was particularly fond of him because he, he he walked the walk he didn't just talk the talk about junior golf and uh, you know jack was a legend golfer he 13 tournament wins um he, he won the australian open in 79 he only he, he really uh, won the british he, he finished second in two majors the british open in 75 and the masters in 1980 mm. and um Seve Ballesteros, i think beat him in the masters and jack Uh, uh, Tom Watson Watson beat him in the British Open so he was a phenomenal player but I think his greatest achievement was the amount of charity work and the Jack Newton Junior Golf Foundation it was he created that he just created that because he was passionate about getting young people to play golf and he didn't just talk the talk he walked the walk now we're just going to grab a a couple of little a grab from an interview that was done by Craig Hamilton now it's a little old like Jack hasn't been well for a number of years, yeah. so this goes back a few years. But uh, Craig asked him, you know, w- what were the important points in your life? Uh, I got two lucky breaks. Uh, I think one was um, getting
3: involved with the celebrity prior to it, and then they asked me, could they uh, the golf club asked me
1: could they change the name of it? And secondly, was launching the Junior Golf Foundation in 1986. Um, which I'm passionate about or was passionate about and still am passionate about because um, I don't care who's in power running the game, they have forgotten about the future of the game and that is young people mm. and uh, and I'll maintain that until the day I die so they can fluff around the edges all they like but I think it's very important that we get more kids playing the game and particularly young women, we're really struggling at the moment with uh, girls, when I started, it was four to one girls to bo- uh, boys to girls. Now it's seven to one. Yeah, that'll it's, be his greatest legacy: the the, the junior golf.
2: Every, just about every Australian touring pro has played as a as a young person in mm. one of Jack's tournaments. Yeah. I'd almost guarantee it. And Jack used to go out on the tournament days, and he'd be standing at the green talking to the kids as they came off and someone had a really bad round you go don't worry mate I had plenty of those myself you know and they're just a wonderful family he and Jackie Jackie's wife um she she was integral to that whole process as well and you know you see Clinton Christie there as well so they're a wonderful family he's he was a wonderful man he was one of those blokes that you knew if he liked you and you knew if he didn't he was really straight well, you, shooter.
1: Well, you like that sort of. That's a yeah. That's you like that sort of. And play. he was.
2: He loved a party, and he loved a laugh. He's just a just one of these people you know on want to they? lose. And he
1: did. He loved having the piss taken out of himself, didn't he? I remember one of those um, celebrity tournaments. Like it was his birthday. Might have been his fiftieth. I don't know, fortieth, fiftieth.
2: And they got him a plastic arm. <laughs> and he loved it. He lo- absolutely loved it. <laughs> <laughs> he used to say, you know, all us hackers used to play in his tournament time to time. He'd say, i got one arm and one eye and I can beat you. You're useless. <laughs> so, I loved so, him. so
1: I loved him as a commentator. So I didn't know him from the junior golfer. And, uh, yeah. I, my, my sort of knowledge is more facile. Where it was Sandy Roberts was calling and Jack Newton and you had Paddy Welsh following yeah. the shark and no one ever bagged the shark. Remember? But if, if he had a bad day, Jack would call it out. Jack, didn't suffer fools. Yeah. And he had all his sayings, the Texas Wedge and That's on the Dance Floor and Umpire Baylash Calls Wide on that one. <laughs> that's He's gone. That's gone good.
2: where elephants go to die.
1: <laughs> that's a, he was a damn good commentator. Yeah, he was too. All right, Valet, Jack Newton, Triple M Dead Set Legends.
0: Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Deadset Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.
1: Good morning, and Legends. Rich Friedman and Dan, good on a Saturday morning. Candace, uh, we'll catch up with her shortly. She's uh, in the subcontinent. Uh, we've had some dramas in the song, Rich. Tony's brought his dog. Now, that's, a f- that's issue number one. He's Why brought his dog to issue? work. You can't bring your dog to an office. Beautiful little dog. We've gone out to pat it. Which, <laughs> beautiful little thing. I don't know what it is. Beautiful. What yeah, it's the, a nice dog. I and was... lovely. Patted it. And then its eyes met the MG statue. And it freaked yeah. out. Yeah, it backed away. Like
2: yeah, a hostage. Smart dog. And it <laughs> look, look. It's obsessed with the. It's just. Yeah. It, he knows that dog. There's something wrong with that bloke. Oh yeah, on that's our breakfast statue. <laughs> no, not MG. The bloke, the statue of MG. Anyway. So- Look look at him staring I at know, it. I know, he's he's obsessed with it.
1: Anyway, uh, well more updates as they happen. <laughs>
0: if it happened overnight,
2: you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends sports update. Richard can't bring a dog to work. What if it pees on the carpet? What, you don't think that's happened here before? <laughs> <laughs> you seen some of the people who work here? <laughs>
1: Uh, last night's league: Penrith winners over Brisbane, forty to twelve. Nathan Cleary was charged with a dangerous tackle, but he <laughs> 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 got me. A thousand, because you're thinking
2: of someone, aren't you?
1: I just think of old Christmas. There was a Christmas party upstairs once, and I think, um, I think more than one person. Definitely. <laughs> <they're> forget- <laughs> um, <laughs> the other game: Southport Canterbury, pretty comfortably. Uh, Big, oh, the Swans. I turned over to the Swans, Rich. It was 63-6 to 6 over the West Coast oh, no. Eagles. I thought, well, that game's over. They I'll did, they stop did, watching now.
2: They didn't even get... They got to nearly half-time before the West Coast even kicked a point. It was a goal, their first score, but they did not score at all until just before half-time. So, in the end, they won. What was it? 121-58. to 58, so. And they took their foot off the pedal, too, I think. And they would have. They, they absolutely... Elted slaughtered the West Coast last night. Uh, now, you want to bring up Bell's Beach. It's the great uh, weekend at
1: Bell's. Was it you that wanted to bring up Bell's? It might have been Candace, but uh, that's uh, going on this weekend. Yeah. Here we go. Richard Friedman, can we throw something in the sports updates about <laughs> Bell's Beach while I'm throwing to you? Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking you would do that.
2: Well, what do you want to say about Bells? It's on. I thought you might have some results for the people.
1: Did you see? <laughs> did you see? Well, I know that Mick Fanning knocked off the world number one early and Kelly Slater got knocked there out. You are. But did you see that nut job in Portugal, a
2: 115-foot wavy surf? Nazaré? That's where that happens. I think it's called Nazaré, isn't it? That The place where they, in Portugal where they surf the 100-foot is, wave. Is that the, the largest ever recorded? Uh, I don't know. They say that every year every every year you'll see coming up on twitter the largest the, the biggest wave ever surfed and it's always someone new do you think that guy how do I put this i'll put it straight
1: is happy is comfortable if he dies in that wave that that's the way he no, wants to no go no dan
2: no dan i don't know you've anyone. got to be completely I don't know anyone who's comfortable but okay with that. like patrick Swayze in point break really that's a movie dan you know that's not real life I think the bloke would be rather upset if he was below I'm the surface, drowning. I'm that he's accepted.
1: If I'm going to go, this is the way I'm going to go, a 115-foot
2: wave. I want to hear him say it, because I don't think anyone thinks like okay, that. Okay, fine. I'm not saying he's jeering know I know, blokes, I'm who, I'm I know blokes who are extreme skiers. Right? Yeah. I, I, I ski with them occasionally. Right? They'll take extreme risks, but they don't want to die. They I'm not don't saying they've want
1: to Richard. I'm no, saying not they've happy accepted about it.
2: the possibility. No.
1: no. <sighs> okay, do you think okay. Would they rather that or I'm moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing
2: Cam Smith at the Masters. Well, it was a was a little because I think the damage was done on the hole where they both early in the round, where Cam had just had two birdies, they both missed the green on this hole. And uh Sheffler, Sheffler had a had a had a a more difficult shot to get on the green, missed it, missed the green yeah. again. Playing his third, his fourth onto the green, yeah. But then Cam was in a better spot. Only had to put the ball on the green, and he would have gone another shot up, and would have put pressure on. But he missed the green himself, and then Sheffler chipped I, in. I think he thought all day, Cam, he was going to win,
1: until that shot on twelve, and and the way he carried on a bit. It's the first time he's had a bit of carry on. I hope it hasn't no. scarred him that day. No, I, I hope watched, he
2: can shake it off. I watched the whole final round. I reckon the damage was done earlier than that.
1: I, I agree with you, but yeah. when he made that birdie on eleven, he was still down three with seven to play. But I reckon he thought this bloke, if I can get in his head,
2: will fade. But that's no. sh- that it was fo- two minutes later, it was all over. He's a machine, Scheffler. He just he's just a, like a robotic machine, and. Cam's a great player and can shoot a lot of birdies, but the risk with that is you can shoot bogeys as yeah, well. And,
1: yeah, and and people go, "Well, what's he doing going for the hole on 12? That's
2: that's the that's where dreams
1: it. go to die. But you're down by three with seven yeah. to play. You know, Sheffield's going to birdie a couple of the par fives. I tell you what, he, what had, to, he
2: had to go. I tell you what is credit to Cam Smith, he fought back. Yes, he did over the last few holes when he knew he was beaten. Because he lost his bottle
1: for a good, I reckon, 45 minutes. Yeah. There. But then you're right. Triple M, Dead Set Legends, Richard's tip coming up on the other side of this.
0: Game, set, and match. And other cliches, time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M. Dead Set Legends...
1: Richard, that's good DJ work. Richard Friedman, Dan
0: Gennade.
1: <laughs> that was all accidental.
2: Um, what's coming up today, Rich? It's another big race day, isn't it? Champagne Steaks Day, All Age Steaks Day. Um, you know, it's a it's a great race meeting out at Rand. We could be on a heavy track again. They got more rain during the week. It's just relentless. But the, the, the track's improving. Look, hard to hard to tip a winner there because. Look, I could tip Fireburn to win the, the big two-year-old race. She, she's she's won everything this this autumn. She won the golden slippers. She mm. won the size. She she could win again, but she's very short. So, you know, and she's probably getting to the end of it too. You know, it's hard for those two-year-olds to keep going on those heavy tracks. Preparation, not her life. Yeah, Yes. So there's a, there's a lot of these horses have been around and around on heavy tracks. So I'm not going to tip there. I'm actually going to do something I hate doing. Caulfield? No, I'm going to tip one of my own in... Brisbane. Good.
1: Oh yes. Right? Yes. Now,
2: he's in the last race in Brisbane, at Eagle Farm this right. afternoon. Okay. So that, that will be race number nine. Oh, I see and it. he is number four on the lead. Right. Now this is like ordering rump steak at a pub. This is a proper gamble, right? Because he's he thinks he's smarter than most of the people around him, and he just tries occasionally when he thinks everything's in his favour. He'll have a crack. Otherwise, he just goes around for the practice. He's just, you can't outsmart him. Hang he's on. too smart. So, hang on. It, but today, I think everything is in his favour. Explain this. So, if he thinks he's better than the others, he tries. No, if he thinks he's getting it all his own way in the race, the way he wants to run, then the last bit he'll try. Right. Sometimes he tries to savage the horse next to him, right, just for fun. Well, I don't mind right. that. In, in, no, it's not good. You can get barred for that. He t- he'll actually have a crack at him, uh, just because for fun, for no reason at all. The thing's never done anything. Well, to I don't head. care if it gets bad. I don't want to win this race. Anyway, I think he's got a few things in his favour today. Look, he could just outsmart us all again. But if he has a crack, he can win today.
1: Five dollars fifty. I see best bets have tipped it as their their top pick on the sports bet app. So there you go. It's uh, all
2: right. It's an open race. It's the get out stakes. It is. It is, and he's. It- Larry Cassidy aboard, he's sort of old and smart too. Can I ask
1: you a dumb question? Um, What is an all-weather track, and why don't we have one at Randwick? I've asked you this before, I think. All-weather
2: tracks are are tracks that are usually made up of of a sand and a fibre to bind the sand together and a polymer to sort of glue the whole lot together. So it's a bit of a constructed... So sort of synthetic, but not all synthetic. No, mostly sand. Right. And they do drain very quickly, and you can race on them when there's... You know, the the turf tracks are unraceable. But it's not something that has happened in New South Wales. Uh, they have a one of those tracks in Canberra, but that's in the ACT, and that's the closest one to us. I don't think Peter Volandis likes them. Mm. I don't think he, he has because a they don't look for good or they don't race well? They, they're tricky to bet on yes. because some horses love them and other horses hate them. Right, okay. And so they're, they're tough to bet on, so maybe that's why he doesn't like them.
1: Anyway, look. I'm just asking because we have heavy 10 every week.
2: Yeah, but I'd, if you were betting on synthetic, you, you you might be just as confused.
1: All right, Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. By the way, that was Eagle Farm, race nine, number four. But please,
0: please gamble responsibly. And bet with care on him. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Oh, no. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M, Dead Set Legends. What's on at the start? Well, if you... If you Rich
1: stay quiet and and put your hand up to your ear you can hear the sound of lobsters silently cl- counting the seconds till our 3499 lobster special ends tomorrow <laughs> Rich I'm just reading the copy don't look at me like I'm some sort of um you know animal cruelty man top G DJ's and Rock Lily All Easter and the Dragons take on the night's live and large at the 24-7 Sports Bar. I can't believe that opening paragraph either. So <laughs> just lobsters, thirty four ninety nine. You don't need the description <laughs> of, of lobsters counting down until oh, the... No. Uh, so for more of what's on at the Lobster start... Lobster lives matter. <laughs> so see... <laughs> 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 thestarsydney.com.au lobsters 34.99. the star practices the responsible service of alcohol over 18s only but with your head not over it
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the best broadcaster in the business Dan Ganane and racing royalty Richard Friedman join Iron Woman Candice Warner welcome back
1: for the first time not only is it sunny on a Sunday Saturday morning as we do the Dead Set Legends Rich but we're on time so I guess it's all Candice's fault must be is she with us now yeah well she's going to join us uh, from India in a couple of minutes it's 5 o'clock in the morning or something over there
2: I want to talk to her about you know Joe Root I want to run my headline past her. oh for God's sake I love it surely it would appear somewhere as a headline back page
1: uprooted could have, uh, okay. Not
2: bad By the way we we're just having
1: an argument I don't believe And I'm probably wrong And I'm happy to accept that I'm wrong I don't believe You're supposed to have Easter eggs Until the Sunday
2: But I'm happy to be wrong on that I'm, I, Maybe I've just taught Dan uh, Dan They've been selling hot cross buns For two months No Hot cross on. buns are fine I had a chocolate one the other night
1: Really? Very good Yeah Great, very good. But I was the t- egg
2: is the same. The egg is an all year thing. You don't have to wait. Is till there anyone out
1: there that is was told what I was told? One triple three five three. It's not Christmas, Dan. Oh, you, um, you know what? And I'm happy to accept it. I'm probably wrong. One triple three five three. I thought Easter eggs were... Not, except for the little ones. That's fair game. Ah,
2: uh, see, see. Now so your sizes. <laughs>
1: one triple three five three. Is that three. a word? Am I the only person in Sydney that believes you're not supposed to wear Easter <laughs> eat these three? You can eat the little sunday. ones,
2: but there's a certain size that you can't eat. Till I brought it up yesterday, I was
1: Working with Blocker, and he looked at me like I was an idiot, and he's probably right. One triple uh, three five three. Candace Warner is going to join us from India after this triple M Deadset Legends.
0: If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park. Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Choose all the classics today. Rich ah, Springsteen,
2: yeah. Barnes, yep. Dacka Young Locke, our, our panel up, like he's only 14. He's, ne- he's, a, he's the guy... Who, I've never seen a young man know as many of these old songs. All right. He's not 14. <laughs> <laughs> he like don't him.
1: call them old songs. You don't want to make people no, feel they're old. they're great songs. Hey... Two out of three ain't bad, but it would be better if Candace was here. Yeah. She's over in India. Hello, Candace. Good morning. Good morning, team. How are we? What time is it over there?
4: It's about 20 to 7 in the morning. The sunrise is just um, is just coming up over the gateway of India in Mumbai.
2: What? Are the kids up?
4: No, I quickly snuck out of the room so I could come and do this. So,
1: no, they, they'll be asleep for a little bit longer. Now, you're only there, haven't we got this right? You're only there for a couple of weeks, I, but you're going to spend this all in isolation. Have I got this right, Candace?
4: So we did the first few, the few days um, in isolation. That's the BCCI rules for the IPL, but we are in a bubble. So we don't leave the hotel unless we go to the game and that's in a, in a selected area
2: important question, which everybody will want to know, what's the room like and what's the pool like?
4: <laughs> I'm very lucky. The pool is outstanding, but um, there are times yeah. that we can use it. So there's certain times in the morning, certain times in the afternoon, so we aren't doing it too tough.
1: Now, we don't do modesty here at the Dead Set Legends. We miss you, by the way, but we don't do modesty here at the Dead Set Legends. Oh. We don't do modesty. Are Are you? A ce- are you? How big a celebrity are you if you walk down the streets of Mumbai, how big a celebrity are you?
4: Look, me, no, but um, obviously David and, and the three kids, yes. They kind of went viral a few years ago when they started doing all their TikToks and everything like that. So, And just being a foreigner with blonde hair with the kids, you know, they, it's just something different that they don't see every day.
2: That wasn't an answer. We we wanted to quantify that. Well,
4: I'm not. No, the answer is I'm not.
2: No, but I don't the believe kids
4: that. And David are.
1: You're
2: six foot tall. You'd stand out like um, <laughs> like anything
1: over there. Anyway, uh, all right. So so, okay. It's only a few days of isolation, but bloody hell, you've got how many? You got three kids, haven't you? That can't be. I, I listen, Rich. We know it's six star accommodation. Oh, I want to know about We're, the staff? I, I, There'll be staff. <laughs> yes, he's got butlers, but bloody hell, the kids must go nuts.
4: Yeah, they did, but I pack well because I've been here before. So there's plenty of you know. We've been making bracelets. There's Play-Doh. Oh, what else have we done? <laughs> oh, Colouring in, hide and seek. Yeah, right.
1: And that's just, just with just, Dave. You know, <laughs> <laughs> hey,
4: no, hey. He, he wasn't allowed in our room. So he was just watching from afar. So this was just me and the kids. What about Joe Root?
2: He was... Uh... You know, yeah he he resigned. Do you think he jumped or was he pushed?
4: Oh maybe a little bit of both. So obviously he he has stood down as um England chess captain. captain. However, yeah. I find it interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because he holds the record for the most number of matches and wins as England's chess captain with 27 and Michael Vaughan behind him had 26 and Alistair Cook 24. So the, the tough question now is who's going to take over. There's not a lot of players, mm. experienced players. We know there's Ben Stokes. How can you have Ben he's Stokes? He's the only real viable. Well, he's the only real viable alternative due to his guaranteed selection in all three formats. But I mean, there's also Stuart Broad, but he's getting on. He's yeah. 35, and he's not a guaranteed selection. But there are being other names being thrown up. Someone like Sam Billings. He, he, I know he's a left field option, but. He has plenty of captaincy experience having captained um, Kent, the county side, since 2018. So, I mean, they're in a pretty tricky Mm. situation. and I don't know what England cricket are going to do.
1: Why can't Stokes captain? I know he has history, but that's... that's, He's
2: got, you know...
1: He's got past that, though.
2: Well, has he? I hope so. But, you know, I I don't know if you can just forget all that.
4: Well, when you don't... Well, I mean, he's playing for his country in all three formats. He's the best that they have, um, can you really put Stuart Broad in when you no, know look at the ashes that just passed in Australia? Only played two games, no, so any thirty-five. How much longer can he, he
2: play for? He's a veteran, can't it? And and also, I'm
1: told um, Broad and Anderson a little bit too much about themselves like they're a bit
2: oh. like, but not in the bad way they're selfish well, no that sounds like a bad way
1: well no they, they're not they're not leaders of men necessarily but they're very you know self
4: they kind of just do their own thing you that's, don't see right. them that's a lot a... hanging out with the team they kind of just do their own thing
1: yeah no selfish was the i think that's the right word uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, andrew mcdonald gets the gig probably not a huge surprise candor so the offsided to justin langer uh, but probably a little more mellow would, I, I guess, would be fair to say. But the players seem to love this bloke.
4: Yeah, I think this is a fantastic appointment by Cricket Australia. He's on Johnson, He's done the hard yards. He coached um, County Cricket. He coached the side in England. Um, you know, he's done the domestic scenes. And, and also Rajasthan Royal, the IPL side. So he's done the hard yards. He hasn't just been an assistant coach and he's liked by everyone. He's super popular with the players and all the peers. So um, we saw what he did over in Pakistan and he's sort of just been um, in the shadows of Langer for the last few mm. years. But I think Chris Australia have done a really good job signing him up for four years as head coach for all three forms.
2: But don't the players say that about every new coach? Oh, yes, we love him. He's a great guy. <laughs> They're not going to say the opposite, <laughs> are they?
4: No, they're not. But you've just... Looking from afar, he's always had a very good relationship with the players. He actually play. He's only very young, so he has played with a, long of the, a lot of the players um, mm. and now has been coaching them. So he, he's just got that really good rapport. He, he just... I think he's going to do a really good job.
1: All right. What's the plan for the day, Candice? Dave, playing tonight?
4: Yes. Yeah, so um, David plays for the Delhi Capitals. They'll be playing tonight against... Um, RCB, which is Royal Challenges Bangalore, which is Virat Kohli's side. So David up against um Glenn Maxwell and Josh Hazelwood. So it's gonna be a really good matchup.
1: Alright, there you go. Beautiful.
2: Pat Cummings is having a, a he's he's just having a tournament. Pat Cummings is Yeah,
4: he is. They played last night, but they actually lost.
2: Right. But he the, he, yeah, really. he hit the he hit the fastest what, is the fastest fifty in IPL history or something, or close to it, or equal or something?
4: Yeah, he, he had a really good um, game with the a few times ago. But, um, you know, the, the IPL is one of those things that that it really depends on the wicket, where they're playing. Um, and it's a long tournament, so you can't get too excited too
1: early. Very quickly, Candice, because we're running out of time. IPL, we know it's the biggest tournament in the world by miles. By miles, it, it now sort of runs the rest of the game. Has it reached, do you think, its peak of popularity And that doesn't mean it's going to go downhill, but has it reached that peak or does this thing get somehow bigger every year?
4: I think it gets bigger and bigger. There's two new teams in it this year. So there's um, Gujarat and Lucknow. So, I mean, if you're adding two more teams, there's just, there's a hunger for it. Everyone loves it. The the crowds go wild. Um, They can't get enough. If it could go for 12 months of the year, it would. Okay. It's extremely popular. It might. Um, the players love to play in it. And um, yeah, I, I don't see it going away anytime soon.
1: All right, beautiful. So you're back, you're in India again next week. Absolutely. And
4: right. then I'll be back
1: with you guys if I still have a job in a few weeks' time. Excellent. Well, the question isn't whether you have a job, it's whether it'll be a job on this show or on Breakfast yeah. or Drive, because we're going to lose you <laughs> soon anyway. Candace
0: Warner, uh, live from India. Dead Set Legends, yeah, Triple candy. M. Make sure you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.
1: Deadset Legends, the Saturday scrum coming up. Uh, might be Easter, but everything as normal. But let's do this.
0: If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports
1: Update. Only two games today in Rugby League. That's because we've got uh, the Monday game uh, at Combank. That'll be on Triple M, by the way, Parramatta West Tigers. Manly, Gold Coast,
2: 5.30. Tough one for your Seagulls. Yeah, well everyone's a tough one for the Seagulls yeah. at the moment. They're, they're just, they're patchy. If, you know, for we a racehorse, they'd be starting. You know, well, you wouldn't shoot them. <laughs> no, Dan, we we don't do that. But you just you'd be going to the races thinking, well, I don't know about this. I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah, uh, we're doing that game by the way. Five thirty this afternoon, and then the match of the
1: round, Melbourne versus Cronulla. The news: the Bromwich boys are both out for Melbourne with COVID. So uh, Jesse was out last night. Kenny out today.
2: Mm. It mightn't be the end of it. L- little less horsepower in the engine room That's
1: there. It. I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> Swans absolutely smashed the West Coast Eagles, as we touched on uh, earlier. One
2: hundred and twenty-one to fifty. If you're, you're just joining us, the first half, they didn't score a point. The West Coast Eagles, not a single point until eight minutes before half time. They were just, they just couldn't get their hands on the ball. They couldn't get it down the other end. It was just the one-way traffic. Are you excited, Rich, about the Saudi Golf
1: League, which has been, uh, well, it's been coming, the Greg Norman League. The
2: names, Rich, Kevin Nahr, <laughs> no. Ian Poulter. It's the older blokes who thought, I've been around the PGA long enough now. I'm unlikely to win another major, highly. I just think I'll go around for laps of honour and take yeah. the money.
1: I love what Greg Norman said. He said, look, we we're going to announce last week, but we didn't want to take any attention away from the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> I think the That's ma- gorgeous. I think the Masters would have been. I don't
2: think they were shaking in their boots down there in Atlanta.
1: Hey, did you have any uh, problem with Justin Pascoe, the Tigers boss, going for a holiday?
2: But the man's allowed to go for a holiday. He's probably stressed out of his brain I at don't the moment. I understand
1: this story. So, you know, he took a couple of weeks off to go to the Northern I, Territory, I, I believe.
2: I can completely understand it. You know, his job goes... Twelve months of the year. Yeah, it's not just during the season. You know, if something special came up and he wanted to take a couple of weeks to do it, really, the blokes entitled to his holidays. People out there listening to this, who who are arguing against it, will say, "Oh no, you can't take holiday during the season. Really, can't he?"
1: You know the great journalistic fallback when they're beaten in an argument. You know what they'll say? Yeah, but the optics.
2: Yeah. Yeah, oh, but the optics. It's not a good look. And the other one is, oh, oh yeah, it's not the decision. It's the way it was done. Geez, I hate that. Oh, there are, no, but there no, are. No, some... no, that's just lame. No, they the use way it all they the torch
1: Cronulla. Now, they made the right call, right? So they burned John Morris and brought Craig Fitzgibbon. It's a master strike because clearly he's a gun coach on the rise, Craig Fitzgibbon. But the way they torched Morris was
2: unseemly. Really? I, 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 I'm not fully across the detail of it, but really, when you've got to make hard decisions. Is there ever anyway, a way to do it nicely? Anyway,
1: that's probably true. But anyway, when someone says, oh, but the optics.
2: When they got rid of me from here, it was just a phone call. Yeah, me too. From Lockie, the, 20 the panel op's dad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let it go, Rich. <laughs> i got a serious question. Do you think the elbow gaff will cost him the election?
2: I think it did. I think it did huge damage because they found his weak spot they've exploited it yeah. and they will never let him forget it and they will keep trying to exploit that. And it, and the way he came out and said, oh, I'm owning my mistakes and, you know, instead of just going, look, you got me on a couple of stats. Just move on. There are bigger things to talk about. He just sort of, I don't know, he just sort of made it worse in my view. Mmm.
1: Mmm. I think you're right.
2: Do you, I think it cost him no, you're it's, costing the election? It's a, lot, it's a long campaign. It is a long campaign, but I've got him at... he's. In my book, Morrison's still starting favourite at the moment, and I know he's not with the bookmakers.
1: Okay, true. And that's as far as we go with politics. Yes. Triple M. This is the Dead Set Legends. Uh, the list of grievances coming up shortly. And after this, it's Greg Rust on all things motorsport for Bendix Brakes.
0: Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. And Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. I
1: might need some breaks shortly. You know where I'm going to go, Rich? Bendix breaks. Bendix. Yeah. Uh, let's talk to this man, Greg Rust, from Rusty's Garage, one of the most popular podcasts on the uh, listener. It's a good name, app. Rusty's it Garage. Is. Did you think of that, Rusty, or did, <laughs> did someone like Grant Tidal from Southern Cross say, that? Nah, that's the name. It's a beauty.
5: Boys, good morning. Happy Easter. My limited grey matter does not extend to that sort of creativity, so I can't claim it. No. (laughs) uh, No,
1: I knew that was someone from the creative department, as they call it. Now, you're bloody everywhere, Rusty. Grand Prix last week. By the way, before we get to where you are this week, that looked unbelievable. I, I couldn't believe, Rusty, the crowds, given it was up against AFL, It's not against the first round. It's not the first round of the season anymore. So, you know, that that, that, that excitement not quite there, but they've got to be the biggest crowds ever down there.
5: Dan, it was wild, mate. I mean, 419,000 people over four days. I've never experienced anything like it. There's a number of things that combine. I mean, we talked on last week's show about the impact of drive to survive Mm. and so on, but I think, mate, it was just the want... Uh, to have this event back uh, on the calendar. We've genuinely missed it for two years, and it was huge for all sorts of reasons. Really cool.
2: The Albert Park track. Now, he made some changes to it. Did you have a chat to your mate Christian Horner about <laughs> it? I know you're very close to him, Rusty.
5: <laughs> Richard, very good. Keep him coming, mate. Keep firing <laughs> at me. Um, he, he did feel after the race that they could have done with another what they call DRS zone or, or drag reduction system zone. basically enables them to open the rear wing in a certain part of the track, allow them to get a little bit closer to the car in front and promote more passing. So that's probably the little learning out of it. But,
2: it, is, but it was thumbs fast. up generally for the changes. Yeah,
5: I mean, it, it was fast, a big tick from a lot of people. I mean, one of the team bosses basically said they took a good track and made it great. So there, you yeah,
1: go. there great. we go. Uh, Le- Charles Leclerc, he's having a good start. The Ferra- the
5: Ferraris, uh, they're back uh, in
1: a big way, uh, Rusty.
5: They are. I mean, uh, one of my colleagues basically said he-, he thought the performance collectively was a bit Schumacher esque. And you boys know back in the day when Michael was there with Ferrari and how dominant they were. And oh. Charles drove unbelievably well. He's leading that world championship comfortably couple of factors did, did come to play here. I mean, Red Bull had another engine drama, which they've got to get on top of. They, they know that. But I just don't know that they could have, on the day, caught uh, that car, that driver. Um, it was just a mighty performance from him. But, but we are... Little caveat, boys. It's round three of 23. If Mercedes can unlock that car, if Red Bull get on top of things, we will be in for a cracking back into the season. But this bloke may have already amassed a big points haul by then. So we'll see.
2: Now, you know I love my MotoGP. Uh, Jack Miller got on the podium in the MotoGP, but he's right on the factory Ducati. That's not a certainty.
5: The journo's are circling on this, so the t- the talk is, will he end up back on the on the privately entered bike um, next year? The podium in Texas was was overdue and much needed, which is which is great for him. He's basically saying, Richard, if that ha- happens and they put him back on that private tier bike next year, he's not worried because it's exactly the same equipment as the factory machine. So if they shuffle him within the the deck of cards, he says he's not worried. Okay. okay.
1: All right. Now, Hank, you're in Bathurst. It's not October. It's not November. Why are you at Bathurst?
5: There, There is. Uh, it's a bit like great old tradition here. It's the Easter races, so mm-hmm. it's all production car-based. A bit of COVID uh, challenges around that. Shane Van Gisbergen got COVID during the week, so he's had to withdraw, and he's the defending winner of this race. Fabian Coulthard's in the same boat, so we're drafting in a few drivers because they're all doing the, the right thing and isolating, guys.
2: All right. Well, it's just the life of Riley, isn't it, Rusty? Just just, just treks from one oh, no. event to the he's next. He's going from
1: one it? event to the other, and you're cleaning up horse dung in a stable That's right. at four in the morning. That's right. Oh, no. You poor, simple man. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> That's what you were saying, that he's got the glamorous life and you're just yeah. hard at work. That's, That's what right. you were getting
2: at. That's
5: Please, right. I still have
2: got your Easter eggs, Richard. Are your Easter eggs turning up at
5: some point? Or? There won't be any Easter eggs around me. See you, Rusty. So you, boys.
2: That's the Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Say hello to Christian Horner for me, Rusty.
1: <laughs> he said that in private. <laughs> he said that in private. You had to bring it up. You yeah, know. It
2: was the best name drop. I mean, I love a name drop. I'm not, not against it myself. <laughs>
0: Triple M Dead Set <laughs> Legends. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner.
1: Alright, Triple M, Dead said Legends Saturday, Scrum coming up next And then don't forget, 5.30 is our game this afternoon Because there's no 3 o'clock footy But let's do this The list of grievances, Richard Friedman I
2: don't mind eating in a restaurant every now and again, Dan And I go in there and I look on the menu I'm always excited by the menu Then about 3 in, as you get down into the mains There it is Risotto (laughs) (laughs) What a lot of rubbish there it is, thirty dollars for basically a bowl of cereal. Oh, that, that no, 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 that's what Richard, it is. That, it's just it's just a, a cup full of rice tipped into some boiling water, a bit of salt and goop and cheese put on it, or whatever they flavour it with. Why would you go to a restaurant and pay thirty dollars for a bowl of cereal? It's not the easiest meal to cook, Rich. It's not spaghetti bolognese. Those blokes that are cooking in those restaurants, that 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 would be. The easiest thing they could possibly make. That's oh, just a filler.
1: Okay, so it's not your cup of tea, but it's on a grievance. Oh, my wife loves it. She goes in there well, and I say... She's always had taste.
2: I say to well, her, what am I going to pay $30 for a bowl of cereal for you? Why, why don't you eat some decent food?
1: Look, there's lovely food on the menu. You know my favourite type of uh, risotto? Seafood one, particularly if you put your hand up to your ear and you hear the sound of lobsters. Oh, get off, there. <laughs> Stop it. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Dead Set Legends done for another week. Back next Saturday.